We've got a ton of news from Video Game Land, and we've got a lot, a lot of talking to do. So let's jump into it. Also, two years of diggity. What is up, guys? Welcome to Diggity, a video game podcast. I'm Jeff James. This has been two years of diggity with the luscious Brody Faults. How are you, my friend? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Doing great, dude. I'm so pumped. That, uh, that was like the most radio thing I could have said the way I said it. It was I'm terrible. I'm doing good. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Two years of this. This has been uh, It's been a hell of an adventure so far. It has been wild. So um, thanks to all who listen. Thanks to um, those who have really started uh, or the new people who have started listening to us in the last month. Yeah, um, we set records out here. Big surge in, in listens, and it's fantastic to see. So thank you guys so much. Yeah, thanks so much for uh, letting us grind it out for about two years in the podcast <laughs> land, uh, slowly growing, and then now, you know, getting some pretty good traction. So um, thanks to all of those who who started listening, and uh, I think from our side, uh, we'll begin uh, figuring out new ways and um, to explore new content. For, for the community and stuff as, as we grow. So thank you to those who listen. Truly, truly, truly appreciate it. Um, and uh, here's to another uh, two years, I guess, before you know jumping into our usual stuff, our usual shtick in podcasting. <laughs> so uh, do you want to hit us with the uh, upcoming games, dude? Yeah, August 28th, Captain Subasa, Rise of the New Champions, is coming to PC, PS4, and Switch. Double Kick Heroes is coming to Xbox One. Jump Force Deluxe Edition is coming to Switch. Nexomon Extinction is coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Project Cars 3 is coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Wasteland 3 is coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Windbound is coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. September 1st, Aerie and the Secret of Seasons is coming to PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Crusader Kings 3 is coming to PC. The Elder Scrolls Online Stonethorn DLC is coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Hitman is coming to Stadia. Hitman 2 is also coming to Stadia. <laughs> MX vs. ATV All Out is coming to Switch. September 3rd, Cookout, A Sandwich Tale is coming to PC VR. And WRC is coming to PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Sweet. Uh, it's that time of the month where you've got free stuff coming to you in video game land. So PlayStation plus games for September, you are going to be receiving. Holy shit. What was that? That just fell. <laughs> I'm sure it's <laughs> not are, important. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you'll be receiving PUBG and street fighter five for your PlayStation plus games. I didn't know games. anybody plays PUBG on anything except for PC anymore. Yeah. I mean, there's people on it. God bless. Uh, boo. God yeah. bless them. Good luck to you. Uh, Speaking of free shit, uh, Xbox games with gold for September. Uh, so the Xbox One games are The Division, which will be available from September 1st through the 30th, and Unwritten Tales, uh, which will be available from September 16th through October 15th. And the backwards compatible games uh, are The Blob 2, which will be available from September 1st through September 15th, and Armed and Dangerous, which is actually a original Xbox game, uh, that will be available September 16th through September 30th. Nice. Uh, it's we're it's, scraping we're scraping the barrel here before the new consoles. Yeah, these are this isn't a great showing from Xbox. The, the last like f- 
what five six months have been pretty rough really actually and since game pass has kind of started to take off it, it really has been pretty bad the division i mean is a great game um but it's also pretty old at this point uh and the rest of them i could absolutely i wonder if i we'll just even care less i wonder even if we'll even have like games with gold going forward uh there's there's a lot of speculation around that it's it, there's a very good chance not, but who knows? I mean, if this is yeah. what we're going to get, I'm not going to miss it, so <laughs> so be it. <laughs> I'd like to see the price go down of gold if I'm not going to get this, but yeah. Yeah, no kidding. Huh. All right, well, moving on, here's some smaller stories before we get into the meat and potatoes of this episode. So Microsoft has added Halo veteran uh, Joseph, is it Staten or Staten? Do we know? I think it's Staten. Oh, he's probably, his last name is probably forever cursed like me, but it's whatever. Uh, Staten <laughs> to the 343 team. Uh, Staten played a major role in the development and writing of Halo 1, 2, and 3, and he'll be assuming the role of project lead and will assist the team's existing leaders. Uh, this move comes shortly after the delay to the flagship game uh, that was expected to help console sales this holiday season with the release of the Xbox Series X, but we all know how that kind of went. It's kind of met with crickets and there's crickets with torches. The, the, yeah, a, a lot of torches, really. Uh, there's a lot of people that think this means that this game's getting pushed back even further than what we expect, which I don't think that's necessarily the case. I think at this point, um, they were planned to show off the, the multiplayer uh, mode not too long after the gameplay reveal. Uh, so I don't think it's really that far off. I think this is one of those things that they're just bringing in some extra help because things are weird right now and they're already having enough trouble, you know, getting things done. So this is just more help. I think we will still see this in spring of 2021 at the very latest. I don't think it's going to get pushed back longer than that. Uh, if, if so, that is a major hit to Xbox. Yeah. Delaying it, you know, up to six months isn't the end of the world. It's not great, but it's not the end of the world. And I don't think this is like a nail in the coffin for it or anything either. I think this is just something they felt like they needed to do and get some more experience in there, maybe polish up this game a little bit more, clean up some of the things people didn't like from the gameplay that they have already seen, and get that multiplayer done so this game can ship. Yeah, hopefully in like episode 230-something, we're not sitting here going, where's Halo? Yeah, where's <laughs> Halo at? Yeah, so Where'd it go? I, I, I think this is... A good move. I, I don't think it's you know some some red herring or anything like that. I think this is very much just something that needed to happen. So there's a brief update on the Epic Games and Apple situation. I don't want to go too much into this. We've kind of already talked about it, but uh, Microsoft filed a new declaration in support of Epic Games. Uh, in this statement, they claim that Apple banning the Unreal Engine would hurt creators, which is absolutely true. Uh, and so shortly after this... The, or after this declaration, a judge has ruled that Epic has actually won a temporary restraining order against Apple, which is what it's called. I never knew it was called that in that situation, but there it is. Uh, it, but at least part of it. It's not the full thing. They didn't get exactly what they wanted. But at this time, the judge has ruled that Apple cannot ban the developer account that is used for the Unreal Engine. However, Fortnite is not protected, and Apple does not have to allow the game to return to the App Store. So, protect the engine, not necessarily the game. Um, and from the sounds of it, it seems like this is still very up in the air. There's nothing clear-cut about this case in any 
situation at all. No. This is very much, it's probably going to be a long and drawn out process and yeah. probably be one of these things where we just get small little tidbits of trickle in information and it's probably won't even of, share it. It'll be a bunch of horse shit over the next couple of weeks. And oh, it'll probably months. even be longer than yeah. that. Yeah. And it's just a bunch of big tech companies coming in just shit posting during the yeah, middle absolutely. of all this too. It's like whatever. Uh, moving on, the Lord of the Rings Gollum has been announced. So at this time, not a whole lot is known about the game, nor have we seen any gameplay, just kind of a tease trailer. But what we do know, um, and this info comes from an interview that um, uh, Lick did with uh, IGN, is that the game is said to have Prince of Persia-like stealth action. There'll be a branching narrative, and the story is supposed to expand on the story of uh, Smeagol uh, that was originally told in the books. Uh, the game will also focus more on levels and hubs rather than going for a large open world, which is very interesting. And I'll be curious to see how that works. Yeah, I'm not sold on a this game. I Gollum don't platformer. Yeah, I don't <laughs> I don't really like uh, stealth games. I mean, I'll play like Assassin's Creed, but that is the most minimal stealth you could ever really get to. Yeah, um, pretty crazy. So, but a game that focuses solely on like narrative choices and stealth, I'm going to be out, even though I do love Lord of the Rings. This is just not for me. Yeah, I would, I would definitely agree with you. I think that them not doing an open world, being Gollum, running around, just running amok. <laughs> Instead, I'm, I'm platforming like Mario and uh, doing some interesting uh prince of persia like tactics with golem yeah i'm not in i'm not in yeah i and i'm sure there's a lot of people that are excited there's a about market this, but there's a market dude i am not in that market so there's market for everything good lord people selling photos of their toes online people buying it right there's a market <laughs> <laughs> I, i'll send pictures of my feet for money sure oh, God. <laughs> nobody there's wants the that new content <laughs> There's the new content. And that's how we'll Diggity a, expands. We'll do a Diggity and OnlyFans for Diggity, and Brody will take photos of his feet, and every oh. month he can get a photo of Brody's toe. I work in a steel mill and wear steel toes on a regular basis. Nobody wants those pictures. No, 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 no. <laughs> There's a market. Ooh, maybe not. Uh, <laughs> that might be the exception. So Fall Guys is breaking all sorts of records. Uh, as of a few days ago, Fall Guys sold 7 million units on Steam. For comparison, Rocket League, the previous benchmark for uh, for success as a game that launched free on PS Plus, had only sold about a million in nearly two months, and that was, I mean, considered very good. Uh, so it is also now the most downloaded PS Plus game of all time. So crazy records by these guys. And there's one little little side thing that I just kind of tacked on here. The game also just announced their first big crossover, and it's actually available now, but it's uh, Peabody from Portal 2. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty neat. Uh, I imagine there's going to be plenty of these going forward, but this is the first one, and Portal 2 seems like an interesting choice and a great choice. But Yeah, I think this also just shows you, too, that like what the market wants is just simple, fun gameplay. Yeah. In a lot of ways, like, I mean, AAA games are great with, you know, incredible narrative story and, and, and you know, golem platforming and all this kind of shit. But <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, people, people really do just want, you know, something to pick up for, you know, 15, 20 minutes or half an hour, an hour and, and rip around with friends or just random people online. And I mean, that's what sells. I mean, that, if you look at any of the really most of the big games over the last, I would say. Jeez, two years. Pretty much since starting this podcast, 
you know, it's been like battle royales, right? Which are you know reset and refresh games. Um, you know, Rocket League, ton of roguelike games yeah. that have come out. A lot of pixel-based yeah. games, things yeah. like that. I mean, yeah, Overcooked. Yeah, there's been a ton of games. I mean, obviously, there's been plenty of AAA titles that have come out too. But we've seen a big like insurgence of of these yeah. these indie games that do incredibly well and i mean fall guys is absolutely killing it and it's fun and i've seen people get upset about it and mad you know oh well somebody can just push me off the edge well it's supposed it's to be this goofy like wipeout styled party game it yeah, yeah. that's going to happen it's you're not fall supposed guys, to dude you're not supposed to take this overly seriously like this is this is just for fun yeah. it's okay guys yeah. it's not called safe guys all right that's right be prepared to fall, baby. Um, moving on, it appears that Xbox may be working on VR support. So here's a quote from the patent. Now, before I get into this, patents, extremely annoying how they're written, but sure. Yeah. The one or more controllers associated with Game Console 210 may include, but are not limited to, the Game Controller 231, Tablet 232, which is referencing, Headset 236, Virtual Reality Device 250, and Depth Camera 234. The Headset 236 may capture audio input from a player and the player's surroundings and may also act as an output device if it is coupled with a headphone or other speaker. Uh, the virtual reality device 250 may be a head-mounted device, HMD, for use with virtual reality and augmented reality applications. So it sounds like not only will we, it will be virtual reality, but it could also be augmented at the same time, which is very neat in using you know the two different methods and medias of both of those dimensions of reality. Um, well, they're not really dimensions, but you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it sounds like they're going to take what they've learned from Microsoft Surface, which – or Microsoft God, Glass, right? No, not that. No, no. No. HoloLens. Google, yeah. HoloLens. HoloLens. That's right. Yeah. They got weird names. Google Glass, HoloLens. Good boy, yeah. Google Glass. What a disaster Ooh. that was. Ooh. Anyways, they'll take HoloLens, which has been augmented reality from the start, and probably uh, pair it up with, uh, you know, something like an Oculus. Yeah. But in a Microsoft fashion. And I bet you they'll call it the HMD. Maybe. Xbox HMD. <laughs> I'm sure they'll come up with some ridiculous name that doesn't make any sense because their naming conventions suck. But this is cool to see. Uh, I'm not surprised by this at all. I think we even called this a while back uh, that Xbox is probably going to get into this realm. Uh, no, it makes sense. It's... PlayStation's had such a good amount of success with it. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Hollow Helmet. The hollow helmet. The hollow helmet. The Xbox hollow helmet. There's not yeah. enough X's in that name. We got to add some more. It'll I have to figure matte, it out. It'll be matte black and it'll like glow green or something on the outside edges of it. And it'll be like $500. It'll be great. Everyone's it's going to be it. great. <laughs> uh, so we have a couple. Uh, I actually cut one of them. We have one rumor mill story. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had to cut some stories because there's a lot here. Uh, so our first and only rumor mill story is that new Switch hardware is supposed to be launching early next year. Now, this is obviously something we have heard time and time again since the Switch originally launched. Over the last uh, two years, yeah. Yeah, for the last two years since we started doing the <laughs> podcast, they've already been talking about it. Uh, but it is that time again. So Switch Pro rumors are circling the internet mm -hmm. yet again. 
there are multiple different sources claiming that the new Switch model will launch in quarter one of 2021. So far, the claims point to support 4K graphics and enhanced features targeted targeted at avid gamers. Yes. Yes, avid gamers. Uh, and that was in quotations, by the way. Uh, apparently, in the code for the 10.0.0 firmware, there is reference to a new NX ABCD. This is the fourth model called out in the code, which already includes the Switch Lite, the flagship Switch model, and the 2019 improved battery life model. But we still can't get themes. Maybe one day. I mean,. Uh, Probably not, but maybe. <laughs> we still can't get themes. We still can't get a redesigned eShop. We still can't get decent menus. But damn it, we might get 4K graphics. Like, for, is the rumor 4K graphics in the dock or like on it? Doesn't specify. I mean, mm. to me, what this sounds like is this is going to be a switch that doesn't switch. It sounds like this is literally just going to be hooked up to your TV. I mean, it's introducing. Nintendo. Right, essentially. <laughs> I mean, well, we've already done one way, right? You can you can buy a Switch yeah, Lite yeah. that is only handheld. It only that seems right. We're going to go in the other direction and get a little bit more powerful console. Um, but, yeah, this is... I, I don't know if I'm buying into it. I've just heard it so many times at this point that I just... I don't know. Yeah, I, I just... I don't know. I just... I'm... I've looked at my video right now because the light shut off and it looks like I'm like Batman. Yeah, yeah. I'm like just a shadow. <laughs> I am the night. It's hilarious. I just turn a light on here, but um, yeah, I am the night. Um, the, uh, I mean, for me, if the screen is nicer with less bezels and it's built out of a better material, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll be happy with it. I will definitely be happy with it. But I would like it, a little if bit. If it doesn't have those things, then yeah. I would like a little bit more power behind it, so it can actually run some current gen games that it right now it can't. I mean, that'd be great. Some of these these third party ports, like some of the Bethesda games, they run, but barely. It'd be nice to see that beefed up a little bit. Um, but also at the same time, at a certain point, you're going to have to make the switch larger which kind of defeats the purpose of having a, a a console that you can take with you. Oh, my God, it's bright now. Holy you are no shit, longer the night. Right. <laughs> oh! Man, too bad oh we don't do video God. anymore because, good God. <laughs> yeah, it works well. It works well. Yeah, the light works. But, yeah, I, I don't good know. I, I take all of this worth a grain of salt. It, it is one of those things where it's, coming from a couple different sources, so it seems like it could be legit, but also in the past two years, we've seen this rumor so many times and yes, from multiple sources, and it doesn't necessarily yep. happen. Or the last time this happened, we actually got uh, the slightly improved one that just improved the battery a little bit. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I'll be pumped if they come up with something. I'll buy something if it's a better quality Yeah, material, for sure. 4K would be kind of neat, too. That'd be great. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, you can sign up to pre-order the PlayStation 5. Kind of. <laughs> so a new page is now opened up on the PlayStation website that allows you to enter uh, for a chance to pre-order the PS5. The page has very little information on it, aside from stating that there are limited amounts of reservation spots open. It will be on a first-come, first-served basis. So make sure to act fast once you receive the email. All you do is you basically go to the page, you simply enter in your PlayStation ID and then confirm your PlayStation 
PlayStation ID and you're all signed up. And so it's, it was kind of bugging out for me too when I was doing it. Now mind you, I was doing it on my phone. Yeah. But like it, it I hit enter the first time and it, was, it like com- the site completely bugged out. And then I tried again and then it was like, Hey, we got you. Their sites never work well on mobile. Cause I've done this a couple times now because uh, they actually had one where you could sign up for the newsletter um, for PlayStation five. And I did that and it did the same thing. It bugged out on me. This one I tried to do from my phone. I think I signed up twice through my phone and then I continued to go onto a PC and actually sign on on a PC too. So, uh, I'm in there probably three times now. So I don't know <laughs> what that means. They're probably going to be like, throw this guy You've out. He's an idiot. By the spam filter. <laughs> yeah. And what's even more annoying is they don't really say like what date they're going to begin sending stuff out like emails you know what i mean uh and on top of that we don't even have a price yet so there's that or a release <laughs> date of the actual thing itself uh yeah i imagine those are going to come up i i think we're gonna get the the price and the release date and then within a few hours you'll get an email saying you can actually sign up to pre-order which honestly i signed up for this about four hours before I actually got the email saying I could sign up for it. So your best bet's just to watch some sort of a site, Reddit, whatever it may be, and uh, hope you see those emails going out and, and maybe oh be able God, to go to dude. the website Pe- and pre-order it. But people, they're, it, It's going to literally sell out in like two seconds. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, not a I'll chance. Be su- I will be super surprised if both of us are able to get a PlayStation. It's yeah. It, this might Pre-order. be one of those things that we're gonna have to go camp out, or we're going to Target. We're gonna go to Target and bring a little unless tent. it's burnt down. Unless it's burnt down, <laughs> those seem to be somehow a They're target. Dangerous. Ooh, you see what I did? <laughs> somehow a target. Good God. But yeah, I, I imagine we're going to be outside of some shop trying to get one of these. Maybe be able to pre-order it through somewhere else. We'll see. I mean, they supposedly up there, they're uh, manufacturing to $10 million, so hopefully we can get a hand <laughs> Jesus, on one. But fucking doomed, dude. <laughs> I mean, the PlayStation you know 4 is sold like $120 million, probably 130 at this point. <laughs> What we need to do is we need to camp out at like a real obscure place, like, like a, a Kroger, like an ABC warehouse, <laughs> or like a Walgreens or something like that. You I know? don't even think and half then, those places sell consoles that you just named. <laughs> Myers does. Myers does. Like yeah. Kroger. Kroger. Kroger's oh good. yeah, the the marketplace ones. Yeah. 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 yeah super yeah, Kroger. Yeah. So we'll just be like you and me standing outside of a Kroger for six hours, and people like, "What are you what guys are you doing?" Doing. <laughs> <laughs> We're waiting for the PlayStation. <laughs> and so. a Kroger. Yeah. It'll just be a bunch of old people going in there anyway. It'll be fine. Well, that's what I did for my... I forget what it was. I think it, it was some game. I forget which game. But last year, I, I went into a Target, and I was able to easily find it. Yeah, yeah. I was able to go into a Target as well and, and find... I don't even remember what it was either, but it was one of those games that was really hard to get for a while and walked into Target, and there it was. Yeah. God bless Target. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, what have you? Uh, what have you been playing? What have you been dabbling into? I have been playing a ton of Ghost of Tsushima. I am trying to finish that game up. I am getting ready to finish the second area and go to that that castle and then move on to the third area. So I assume at this point, which the third area looks like it's the smallest. 
I think mm-hmm. I'm probably like three quarters of the way done, maybe even a little further. Um, I'm not 100% sure what that third area looks like entirely or then how. Next, next week you'll come on. I'm like halfway done. I'm like halfway done. <laughs> uh, but I actually kind of want to platinum this game. We'll see by the time I'm done with the story if I still want to platinum the game. But I've been doing everything I can so far, so I think I should be pretty pretty well on par to do that uh i've been playing some fire emblem three houses i started a, another playthrough on that and really kind of getting back into that as my main switch game but i also uh started a short hike which was a game that was showed off um or shown off during the uh, nintendo mini direct from last week or the indie showcase deal that they did uh, they have too many different names for these but um the indie uh, showcase and uh, a lot of people have been talking very highly of it so I picked it up been playing it I probably only have about a half hour into it and so far it's great I mean it's this real chill oh, game where you can kind of just go at your own pace and wander around and explore and it's great how about you good I- I've not been able to do a whole lot I've played basically on my iPad it has been a crazy week um, played the game of life yeah this week, I mean, my God, I went and got allergy tested on Monday. Ooh, that was a game. That's exciting. <laughs> Found out I'm basically allergic to the earth. Hey, <laughs> so, you and my oldest son. <laughs> yeah, so now I've got like a whole regimen of shit that I'm trying out, and then i got to go back for more testing, see if it did anything at all, or if it did or didn't. Uh, and then I've just been basically playing um, some iPad apps here and there. So I played... Um, <laughs> Jeez, what was it? 270, which is like this, like, you're trying to be the president, the political machine again, which I just find funny. And then um, also uh, played, um, gosh, what was it? Uh, oh, my gosh. Uh, game developer simulator, whatever it is, on iPad as well. All right. So we got some DC game announcements this week, which I'm yeah, we did. thoroughly excited about. Yeah. So first up, we have Gotham Knights. Uh not a ton of information has come out about this game. There's some and uh, and then a little bit more that actually I got from an interview with IGN. So this is what we know so far. Uh, this is not a continuation of the Batman Arkham universe. This will actually be a completely separate universe. Um, this game takes place in a world where Batman has supposedly just died. So many different villains are actually now coming out of the woodwork because they think the Batman's gone. Uh I mean, but Batman's probably not dead. He'll probably show up at the end of the game. I'm calling no, it now. No, he's filthy rich. Yeah, he just disappeared. Uh, the game showed off four f- playable characters, Nightwing, Batgirl, Red Hood, and Robin. This will be an open world game. Each character has a level tree, so everybody's you know Red Hood is going to look different or somewhat different Mm -hmm. uh there are three different types of gear that you can change the melee weapon the ranged weapon and the suit which is your basically your armor there's also going to be skins for each character that simply change how the suit actually looks so within these skins there are accessories that can be changed to customize the suit a little bit further they didn't go into great detail on what that actually is i mean i imagine it's like oh well you can change their utility belt color or something yeah um There will be two-player co-op, and within the co-op, you can play as the same character if you so choose. So that's that's pretty cool to see. Uh, And they didn't 
it's solely two-player co-op. Even though there are four playable characters, they didn't want to design the entire world around four-player experience, so they went with two instead, which is fine. Um, the game will not be a games-of-service, which is kind of nice to see in a world that everything seems to be a game-of-service at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, the Court of Owls are being kind of framed as the big bad organization. I mean, they, they've showed off you know, Dr. Freeze and a bunch of other people throughout the the trailer but then they eventually got to the court of owls which is really awesome that that big mysterious organization that has so much money and so much resources so this is really setting it up to be pretty awesome if they do Mm -hmm. it right it's gonna be a hoot it's gonna be a hoot good god uh there is a seven minute game gameplay video out there on youtube that is definitely worth a watch if you are even remotely interested in this go take a look at that uh and the game will be released sometime in 2021 um and we'll talk about this a little bit more i want to get through the other game as well and then we'll kind of talk about them as a whole yeah so Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League has also been announced, and this is coming from Rocksteady, so this is actually going to be a continuation of the Batman Arkham universe. Sweet. There were four characters that were shown off in the trailer, Deadshot, Harley Quinn, King Shark, and Captain Boomerang. It's unclear if we're going to see any other members of Suicide Squad, um, but I, I, hope so. I mean, those four are fine by me i'll probably play his dead shot the whole time anyway (laughs) the trailer showed an evil superman and given the name of the game you are more likely going to have to go after the other members of the justice league that have turned in some way shape or form um the game will support solo play or co-op up to four players so they're going a little bit different direction on this and if you don't play with friends and you're playing solo or even if you just play with like one or two friends the members of the team that are not being controlled by a player will actually be ai controlled you will be able to switch characters at any time as long as the character is not being controlled by another player the game will launch only on next gen consoles and pc and at the moment there is a 2022 launch window so we are seeing this awfully early but build the hype yeah yeah i mean this game has kind of been rumored and speculated for a little while now, uh, and uh, I'm honestly, I think both these games look fantastic. What, what's your take on them before I kind of get into it a little bit? Uh, Gotham Knights, anything with Dr. Freeze, I'm down for. <laughs> what killed the dinosaurs? <laughs> the Ice Age. <laughs> yes. I wish they got uh, Arnold to come back and voice oh him, but God, it doesn't yeah. seem that way. Exactly. <laughs> Um, and then the Suicide Squad, I think, is the one that I'm more excited for, honestly. I think that's kind yeah. of my, my cup of tea there. Um, the, the Gotham Knights looks cool, but I don't know if I'm that into it. Um, but Suicide Squad, I'm pretty into that. But, yeah, 2022, it's like, Jesus, I'm going to wait a good amount of time. And, and hey, uh, video games tend to be getting delayed now. So, yeah. if that gets delayed... <laughs> Hopefully it's far enough out that it, it'll work, but man, yeah. I, that's that seems like it's very long time to wait, but mm-hmm. uh, we'll see. Uh, for me, both these games are really exciting to me. The Gotham Knights, while it's not necessarily being developed by Rocksteady, and it's not a continuation of the Batman Arkham universe, it looks to be similar to a Batman Arkham game. Um, it, it has a lot of the same feel from what I watched in the gameplay video. I, I'm really, really excited for this. I love the Batman Arkham games. I mean, I know they're certainly not perfect, but they are a lot of fun to play and just go around and 
beat up a bunch of baddies. Uh, I'm really excited to play as all of these characters. I I love all of these characters for various different reasons, and and they all have their own strengths and things. And uh, it's really cool that, I mean, Batgirl kind of brought back the like old school Batgirl costume rather than the new one. I, I think that's a yeah. good look and they've done a lot of cool stuff. The red hood, we're not, I'm not entirely sure if it's Jason Todd or if it's a different red hood. Cause if I remember correctly that the red hood has actually been taken up by a few different people. So it's Paul Rudd now it's Paul Rudd. <laughs> it's actually Arnold. <laughs> Uh, but no, I, I'm really, really excited for that game, and it seems like there's going to be a lot of cool things. And then Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League. I mean, that looks awesome. Uh, and yeah. honestly, the balls. The trailer on, was so cool. The balls on these developers to go after Suicide Squad after that flop of a movie. Uh, I'm yeah. really, really well, excited so for them to he, actually get you know a good Suicide Squad story out there. Here's the interesting thing too, right? Is that the DC video games are usually a lot better than the Marvel games. Yeah. And, I mean, obviously, you you had your hand at the the Avengers beta, and mm-hmm. you had a good time in it. And, um, so, and Spider-Man so. on PS4 was fantastic, too. Yes, but. yes, yes. I mean, I, I Spider-Man was unreal. But, I mean, it's just fascinating to me, because the movies on the Marvel side obviously do great. The DC movies, eh, pretty hit and miss. Some are big ones. Some are big flops. Um, but generally they make pretty good video games. Yeah. Yeah. Most the of the DC, of I mean, it, it, like you have injustice, like those games, yeah. while they're pretty much mortal combat with DC characters, they do so well and they're yeah. fantastic. The whole Arkham series is great. Yeah. I, I mean, really both of these games, the as DC long as they are, online. as long as these games are executed well, which uh, from from past experiences with these developers, I assume they're going to be great. Yeah. Um, they, I think these are going to be complete knockouts and sell so well. Mm-hmm. No, fully agree. Fully agree. Uh, more news, more big news this week. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops. Um, we got the, the new look at that, the new version of Black Ops, and the upgrade path to next gen and kind of what that looks like for us. So this is Black Ops Cold War. Um, and, uh, the game features this, are, it's a direct sequel to the first black ops, um, character is customizable, uh, in terms of its, in terms of, uh, customizing the looks of your character, the name, the military background and more zombies game mode is going to be returning, which that's awesome. That's a huge beloved, um, uh, game mode, uh, by players all over the world. Uh, and, uh, multiplayer seems to be pushing more towards the battlefield realm with all out v- uh, vehicular combat in uh, some of what was shown off, which is awesome because I think yeah. that that is something that uh, uh, Battlefield does fantastic, but COD also sets pace a little bit better and has a lot better feel to their guns. Yeah. My own I, personal experiences. And it seems like they're going to, I mean, obviously have your old school kind of Call of Duty typical multiplayer as well, but then branching out and doing something a little bit larger, it's going to be kind of like a ground war, but it seems like it's going to be a better maybe you know i mean ground war is fine but it seems like they're really going to be pushing for like some vehicular combat and and things like that yeah this game's going to be a terabyte oh it's going to be massive (laughs) um (laughs) it's going to be releasing november 13th which that's soon i mean that's very soon very soon um and here's where it gets a little squirrely so the upgrade path for this game so the next gen version of the game will cost seventy 
dollars, which is interesting. Yeah. Which we've um, seen, I think 2K was kind of the first to go that path. And to break that I, I think you're yeah. going to see more and more of that going forward. Yeah. Um, both consoles will uh, offer a version that includes the current gen and next gen version of the game. PlayStation will offer a $10 upgrade option in the store if you just buy the current gen. While this option is not yet available on Xbox, they do say they are looking into this option, however. And I'm assuming we'll get that, obviously, on Xbox as well. Um, uh, uh, yeah, so on that, I think a lot of the reason why we haven't seen it yet is because Xbox has been pushing so heavily for these upgrade options to not be DLC. And so I think that's kind of where the pushback is. Otherwise, I think it would be there. A lot of people were pissed off at Activision. And I don't actually think this one is Activision's fault. I think this is Xbox or Microsoft trying to kind of stick it to the man type of thing because they've been so so big on this smart delivery deal that they don't want to, you know, hey, we're having smart delivery and then have people go against that. I think a lot of it's Microsoft in this case. Okay. That's yeah, my take that. on it. No, I, I mean, they've definitely like pigeonholed them, essentially, where they have to yeah. conform to this thing, possibly. Um, if you buy the current-gen version of the game on either console, the game will be playable via backwards uh, on next-gen, uh, but will not have the upgrades, um, such as faster load times and better frame rates. Um, if you buy the PS4 physical version, you will have to keep the disc in order to play the upgraded PS5 version if you choose to purchase the upgrade. Um, if you purchase the physical version of the game for Xbox Series X, it will also include the Xbox One version of the game. The PlayStation 5 physical version will not include the PS4 disc as well. It is confusing. so messy and so confusing, and it's just, I, this is, unfortunately, this is probably going to be a thing for a little God. while. We're, we're going to have a million versions of it, which we already generally do have at least three versions of each game right yeah and now it's just way more complicated and each God. each different developer is different and the publishers are all different and it's oh my gosh it's, it's gonna be a nightmare, nightmare. <laughs> for the podcast we're gonna have to figure out a way to do this easier and, and report stuff so continuing on into the squirreliness here's the prices and, and just a breakdown and and what the additions are and what you get so the standard current gen edition of the game is going to be 60 bucks. Okay, standard price. The PlayStation upgrade not announced, but we assume it will be $10. Hopefully. Hopefully. I mean, God, I that would so. make sense, but yes. you never know. <laughs> because the standard cross gen edition, which will give you the physical version for the PS4 or not necessarily physical. It's oh, the, yeah, not there is a digital. It, it, yeah. There's a code for backwards stuff. Yeah. We'll give you both versions of PS4 and PS5 will be $70, which is why we think it will just be a $10 upgrade, but it could be one of those bullshit things where it's like, no, should have bought it from the get go. $20, $20 <laughs> now. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then the uh, deluxe edition of this game will be $90. And the deluxe edition includes cross gen versions of the game. You get the land, sea, and air pack, three operator skins, three vehicle skins, three weapon blueprints, the first battle pass, so there's going to be a battle pass in this game, plus 20 tier skips, and the confrontation weapons pack. 
I assume top, the oh good. I assume the battle pass is going to be similar to how it is now, where it's tied into both the multiplayer and Warzone, because Warzone's still going to be moving forward as well. Yeah, yeah, I think you, your your Activision account would just continue moving it forward into right. Into so I guess it's games. not technically the first battle pass, even though that's what I wrote, but the the first yeah. battle pass for that game, I for guess that game series. Yeah, um, and then the last bit of this: all digital pre-orders grant access to the open beta. Uh, Frank Woods, operator for Warzone and AR Weapon Blueprint for Modern Warfare. So, <sighs> this is very messy. There's been a lot of angry conversations that I've seen online about this, mainly from Xbox players being pissed off about not being offered the the upgrade option. Which, fair enough, I get it. Um, but I don't, I don't know if the blame is necessarily pointed in the right direction. Yeah, it's definitely Microsoft because Microsoft's trying to sell this shit. Right. As this is what's going to happen. And the smart delivery is such has been Activision such a major like, part. Nah, we're good. We're not going to comply with that. Right. Um. So yeah, it, it. I mean, if you're even considering, you know, moving forward with the next gen console, it'd probably be easier to just spend the extra ten dollars and and get the version that. That way, you know, you're safe on that. But. It, oh man, this is just a mess how this is going to be happening while, you know, uh, Xbox fights against people and as developers are trying to get a little bit more money for the different versions. And good God, it, this, this was the easiest way I could lay it out. And I, it's still confusing as hell. <laughs> it's not ideal. It's definitely not ideal. Aside from all these confusing things, the game looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. Good God, the graphics that were shown off that were on uh, PlayStation 5 were fantastic. Everything looked beautiful. Everything looked cool. I sent Brody a text being like, my God, Ronald Reagan looks like Ronald Reagan. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the the work they've done there is fantastic. It, it looks, I mean, obviously that's a cut scene, so it's going to look a little bit better in the game. But Modern Warfare looks pretty damn good. And I imagine this is going to look even better, especially on the, the new gens. Uh, I, I'm interested in this game just because I did love Modern Warfare so much, uh, even though I didn't think I would. Um, so I, I'm cautiously optimistic about this game. I'm gonna kinda see what happens, but, uh, I mean, since I'm probably going to be moving forward with PlayStation first, I think I'm just going to end up picking it up on PlayStation, even though most of our friends play on Xbox, so then I don't know how much I'm actually going to play the game, so it's kind of cross this play. weird situation. Cross-play. Well, yeah, we can do a, a cross-play party there, for sure. Yeah, yeah that'd be fine. Do you think that they're going to do, like, a $10 upgrade thing for um, Modern Warfare also? I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen or not because they're probably already working on the next game, I would imagine, since that's how their kind of cycle goes. I guess there's three development teams kind of right now for for Call yeah. of Duty games. but uh, I just can't wait to see Warzone in, on the next gen. I mean, my God. Yeah, that's going to be fantastic. And it's just... Uh, I. Yeah, I I really do love Warzone, and I'm glad it's continuing, and I'm glad they're just going to tie it in instead of doing a whole new thing because now you've already unlocked so much stuff in Warzone or whatever that it would really suck to have that pulled away. Um, and I think they're doing right with that, and I think they're doing a lot of things right here. I mean, the, the $10 upgrade, that's not awful. I mean, I still would rather see it just be an automatic free thing, but... Uh, that's not always an option, unfortunately. So next up, and the last thing on this very 
jam-packed episode is the Nintendo Direct Mini Partner Showcase that we had this week. Uh, this seemed to be very focused on rhythm games, <laughs> which was yeah. odd. Uh, I didn't know there was a huge market for that anymore, but apparently there is. So first up, we had Kingdom Hearts Melody of Memory, uh, a rhythm-based game with multiple different game modes, Memory Dive, which is play memories from past games, Boss Battle, which is just what it sounds like, uh, Versus Mode, which is where you go up against players online or locally for high scores, and a Free-for-All Mode, which is exclusive to the Switch version of the game that will be available for up to eight players, which is kind of neat. Um, this will have a new chapter that is exclusive to this game that you've never seen in a Kingdom Hearts game before, and it will release November 13th. Nice. Next up, we had Fuser, which is a new game from Harmonix, which is a name I haven't yeah. heard for a while. God, I've not heard from them for a long time. So this is a music mixing game, so kind of a DJ type of feel, uh, that used interaction emojis to crown a winner, basically whoever liked it the most. Kind of odd, and I don't know how well this is going to work, but here it is. Uh, this will feature some big-name artists and hit songs, and uh, will be coming this fall. Not a whole lot. This was a really, really brief section of it, honestly. Um, I want Rock Band back. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of people do. I, I feel there's like a market for it, I think. Yeah, dude, I feel like they could totally bring it back now, and I think that they could do like way more like advanced drums and guitar in it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, why not? It'd be really cool to see. I mean, those games were a lot of fun. I don't know how much I'd get into them anymore. It'd be kind of like a party game type of thing when you get a bunch of people over. But yeah. uh, n- Next up, we had Take Taiko no Tetsuchin. Oh, sorry if I butchered that name. Your guess is good as mine. <laughs> Which is uh, or the the rest of the name, I guess, is R- Rhythmic Adventure Pack. Uh, so this is a bundle of both Taiko no Tatsuchin Rhythmic oh, Adventure just 1 call, and just 2. Call it TNT. Just TNT. This is Luckily, that was the last time I have to say the name. <laughs> so these games are RPGs with a rhythm-based combat system. Uh, you can recruit up to 250 monsters that will become your allies and help you attack other enemies. Uh, there will be a rhythm mode that allows you to simply play through the 130 songs that are included in this pack. And uh, the game will release this winter. 2020 so next up we had world of take tanks blitz which is not a rhythm based game this is the world of tanks that you know maybe love maybe hate who knows uh tank combat is making its way to switch that's really all there is to it this is available free to play now um i hear it has a lot of pay to win elements in it so it definitely does i've never actually played the games honestly but i mean it's tank combat tanks. why not tanks tanks next up we had big rumble boxing creed champions uh this is a boxing game there's going to be a story mode that allows you to play as rocky creed and others from the movies um it does feature local multiplayer uh as well as obviously a single player story mode and this will be coming to switch in spring of 2021 anything to say about that it looked rough uh, for me. Uh, yeah, not it, really. It wasn't the the prettiest game I've ever seen on, seen on Switch. 
No. And it didn't even say if it was like motion controls or if it was going to be I'm like buttons. I'm assuming it's got some in them. I would think so, but you would think that would be something you would put when you kind of show off the game, but apparently not. So next up we had Collection of Saga Final Fantasy Legend. So this was originally some some Game Boy games that were great back in the day. Uh, this does retain the original look of the game while adding some new quality of life features, including a high-speed mode. A new song will be added to commemorate the 30th anniversary of the game, and this will be available December 15th. Uh, I mean, this is like original Game Boy graphics, so if you're into that thing, awesome. Um, not for me. I'm, I personally don't want to go back quite that far with graphics yeah, on the game I'm, I'm playing right. on my Switch. <laughs> I pretty much only go back like Game Boy Advance. Yeah, Game Boy Advance is kind of where I draw the line. I, I love some of like the old school Pokemon games and some Pokemon some Gold, of them. But, on color was okay. That and like the, right, the old school but... Mario games and things, but yeah, man, yeah, I just yeah. I don't I don't know how I feel about this one. I'm this one's gonna be a hard pass for me. So next up, we had Just Dance 2021. Oh, um, God bless. Thank there God. It is. There it is. <laughs> Lord and Savior. There will be 40 new songs in this game, an online co-op mode, and wow. this will release November An 12th. online co-op where you dance and there's a lag. It's going to be great. Great. I can't wait for people to do... <laughs> I don't think this is going to work well. I mean, online. like, yeah, it, I just don't foresee this doing exceptionally well or the online mode. I mean, just dance obviously sells well because oh, yeah. they keep making them, but yeah, uh, sure. the online co-op mode, I don't, I just don't think it'll work all that well personally. I mean, it sells like cigarettes, right? Yeah. Maybe one day people realize what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> it's bad for you. Uh, Poyo Poyo Tetris 2 is coming. Uh. This includes all of the modes from the original game, as well as a new mode called Skill Battle, which has like special skills and abilities that can supposedly turn the tide of Tetris, of head man. to head. Man, always Tetris doing is something killing. different, bro. Tetris love always it. taking a different form. You would never think on. Tetris could do anything different because it's such a simple game, but they just keep doing yeah. different things. It's awesome. Uh, it will also have an adventure mode, um, <laughs> online new supports or online now supports up to four players, and this will be coming December eighth. I know, a and lot I was of I wasn't laughing at the fact that there's a Tetris adventure mode. I just, I mean, I I know it's gonna be good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's That's probably going to be laugh. amazing. It's probably going to be like my RPG of the year or something. <laughs> Jesus. No, a lot of people love the the first Poyo Poyo Tetris, and I imagine this is going to do just as well. Uh, Minecraft Dungeons Creeping Winter DLC is coming. So a winter wonderland that features new enemies, armor, and weapons. This will release sometime in September. They didn't give a specific date. I don't know why... They've been so weird about specific dates for this game. I it's always it been kind of open until like a couple weeks before. Maybe it's because right now also they're just doubling down on not saying anything just because of COVID. That's that's very remote, true. Remote work force, right? I mean, yeah, I, I'm stoked for some DLC to this game. I mean, honestly, the problem I had with Minecraft Dungeons at the end of it was you would beat it like the first time, mm -hmm. and then you'd keep finding things, but then like you never really knew when the game was done. Yeah, it seems like it could go on for Which is fine an extended if period they're like, time. hey, it really never ends because we're just going to keep adding DLC. Cool. That's yeah. fine. Cool. Tell me that. 
Right. It is kind of open-ended Please. to an extent to where you yeah. could just keep grinding away and it just, it, did I finish it or not? Yeah. Uh, next up, we had the Jump Force Deluxe Edition. So this is a Jump Force that, I mean, the same game essentially with a little bit of extra. So this has added a local tag team mode that is exclusive to the Switch Deluxe Edition. 2v2 uh, pretty much. Yeah, essentially. Uh, this includes the first character pass as well, and this is available today if you're listening to this podcast on the day it hey, came out. There you go. Pick uh, that up. Captain Subasa, Rise of the New Champions, an arcade anime slash manga style soccer game. This supports both online and local play, and it will be available August 18th, which or 28th, sorry, which is today if you're listening to the podcast as it came out. Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles Remastered Edition. Uh, so this is a remaster of the beloved co-op action RPG. Supports both local and online play, including online matchmaking. And this is available now. And there's also a demo available in the eShop. Uh, if you can I've, find it. Yeah, if you can find it. Uh, but this this one's already out, and I was reading about it today. And uh, there's, there's some major issues with it. It got what? pretty critically what happened um so basically if you are playing online or even local yeah uh progress only start carries forward for the party leader so if you're doing a dungeon you have to play it four oh times oh my god yeah and that's because originally it was created as like a, a local co-op thing with yeah. one save file well now there's multiple save files uh. and they just didn't figure that aspect of it out and on top of that most people are saying it's very dated at this point it just doesn't it doesn't hold up so yeah i mean i if i remember correctly i think ign gave it a three out of ten and the average that i'm seeing on like metacritic is like a six because i was thinking about picking this up and now remember ign did give fallout 76 and eight this is true, so I don't know if that speaks to how bad this game is or how bad they rate things. Not sure, but <laughs> yeah, I I was gonna pick this up, and I'm probably gonna wait for either a steep sale or or something. Else. I imagine they would fix that eventually. You would imagine they would have had it right to begin with, but yeah, well, they should have right. But I mean, I feel like they would fix that. hopefully maybe they can't maybe yeah maybe it has something to do with how the game was originally designed that they just can't figure it out or something but yeah Uh. that that's kind of a major flaw in a game that features online Uh, online play (laughs) and some people are saying single player is fine but at the same time i guess you're kind of limited in like the magic realm if you don't have the multiplayer like magic doesn't work quite right there's something about i've never played the original so i don't really know how that works but supposedly you don't really get the full game if you don't have someone to play with so that's kind of unfortunate yikes 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 yikes. wow that is uh that's a hell of a way to launch yeah yeah not and on top of that too even worse it's like and it launched, and there's a demo available right now to go play instead of like trying to, I don't know, wait and see or, right. or, or make note of that. So hopefully it's just a demo thing. That'd be kind of interesting if it's just a demo thing, but it's probably not. 
No, probably, I, it, the game officially the released today on the day we're recording this, so it's already out and already reviewed like in in its entirety. <laughs> oh, oh my god, I'm an idiot. I was just looking at the parentheses in the show notes. Oh yeah, no, the, oh the game is out. <laughs> oh boy. <All laughs> but um, yeah, this this mini partner showcase really didn't do a whole lot for me. There wasn't anything in here I was super excited about. I mean, the the Minecraft Dungeons was probably the biggest thing for me, and yeah. I kind of fell off that game just because I, it, it felt like a game I'd rather play on my Switch. But I have how it on weird Xbox is it that the free. DLC? How weird is it that the DLC for Minecraft Dungeons was announced on Switch? It, uh, I mean, the game was originally weird, announced on Switch too, though. Yeah, but it's I mean, it's, it's odd. odd. It is very That's, odd. It's a very granted the game seems very perfect weird. for Switch. So yes. it's also I great it. for Game Pass. Yeah, and the DLC is uh, it's an added cost that you purchase. Right. You know, yeah. Like it is free on, it on is. Game Pass for those, by the way, that you know have it on Xbox like myself. But weird. It is bizarre. <laughs> I mean, very bizarre. Really weird. But whatever. <laughs> Whatever, I'm not going to question it. Uh, guys, that'll do it uh, for this uh, episode. Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, you can so at uh, at Diggity Podcast. You can follow me on Xbox. My gamer tag is Maple Jeff. You can find me on Xbox at Luscious Brody, and you can find me on PlayStation at Wolverine's Cousin. Nice. Guys, leave us a review. It helps us out a ton. Whether it is a review on Spotify, on Google Podcasts, or on iTunes... It helps us get noticed, and it has helped us get noticed. And we thank you to those who are listening to us, maybe the first time or second time or third time, whatever. Thank you so much. But Tell your please friends. Please go leave a review. That'd be yeah. great. Please. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, you know, thanks to everyone who's, who's listened for the last uh, two years um, to uh, our dumbasses talk about videos <laughs> on a weekly basis. Uh, and for those who've been along for the ride since the very beginning, talk about it twice a week at the beginning. Ooh, that's a whole adventure. lot of us in your ear holes. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. That's, that's unfortunate. <laughs> um, but thank you so much for everything. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, here's to uh, another two years and God knows how long of diggity going forward. As long as the earth can maintain itself, we'll be, we'll be good. Diggity will survive. That's right. We're kind of like cockroaches, though. We might be here whether the world's ending or not. After Who knows? the fallout. Yeah, that'd be all right. Be like five listeners, but whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll have we'll have a pissed off fan. <laughs> One very <laughs> angry fan. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, stay safe. See ya.